Welcome to the Tape Ministry of the Embassy of the Word of God, where God is releasing men and women into exploits through the preaching of the Word of Faith. Be transformed and impacted as you listen to God's Word. Welcome to tonight's service and it's Bible studies. Hallelujah. It's Bible studies. I'm not sure about you, but I'm excited. Yeah, when it comes to the word, I'm excited and you're going to be blessed tonight. I can assure you of that. Tonight, the message is titled, Your Perception is Your Reality. Your Perception is Your Reality. Your perception is your reality. Matthew chapter 13, from the verse number 11, or better still, let's take it from a bit earlier. Matthew chapter 13, and let's start from maybe the verse number... Um, from the verse number 10. I just, let's start from 10. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speaketh thou unto them in parables? He answered and said unto them, It is, but, it says, I answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. But, to them, it is not given. Verse 12. For whosoever has, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever has not, from him shall be taken, or shall be taken away, even that he has. It sounds like an oxymoron. He that does not have, what he has will be taken it means it doesn't mean that he doesn't have at all. He has, but he doesn't have to the degree of them that have more. For whosoever has to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever has not from him shall be taken away, even that he has. These are kingdom principles. Verse 13. Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they, seeing, see not, and hearing, they hear not, neither do they understand. Take note of the word understand and underline it. Verse 14. So then he goes on now to talk about the prophecy of Isaiah. And he says, that's Isaiah chapter 6, verse 9 and 10. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand. And ye seeing, ye shall see, and shall not perceive. 
For these people's heart is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed. Take note of the heart and the ear. The heart and the ear, it seems as if they had no control over it, because it says their heart is wax gross, their ears are dull of hearing, but when it comes to the eyes, it did not say they are blind. It says they have closed. So this is a deliberate action. It is a choice. Least at any time, they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their hearts and should be converted and I should heal them. So you find out that the Lord's ability to heal them is not because he is in on incapable of healing them, but it is because something is preventing that healing. That all that needs to be done first ought to be done before the manifestation will take place. In other words, if all those are done, manifestation is automatic. So, what are those things? Eyes, hearing, eyes, ears. The eyes, it starts with the eyes. Seeing. It says seeing with their eyes and hearing with their ears. Then they should understand with their heart before they will be converted. Now, your ability to see is what determines your ability to hear. How you see will determine what you hear. What you see will determine how you hear. In other words, there is a seeing, there is a hearing. And then it says that their hearts should receive understanding. But the verse number 14 talks about, uses a different word. Let's go back to verse 14. It says, and in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. So Jesus is saying, by virtue of speaking this parable to them, of course, because they are men of the senses, just like the Old Testament saints, who were men of the senses. And because they were men of the senses, their spiritual eyes were dull, and therefore their ability to also hear was also dull. Their ability to see was dull, and so it affected their perception. It says, which said, by hearing ye shall hear. And shall not understand. And seeing, ye shall see. And shall not perceive. The word seeing and perception are two different words used in the Greek here. And you will understand in a moment. The word perceive, the Greek word used is the word oido. Whilst the word seeing is the word blepo. Hallelujah. Blepo. It's a Greek word. That means seeing with the physical senses. 
the physical sense of sight. But when it comes to perceiving, so the seeing with the physical sense of sight culminates into something beyond just physical sight. It says perception. And perception is that word oido. It means the ability to see something that will enable you to know. The ability to see something that will lead you to a realm of knowledge. Praise God. To a realm of knowledge. Now, so Jesus was speaking to them from a very unique place. He was telling them that your heart cannot perceive or receive because your eyes and your hearing have a problem. Hallelujah. He says their heart is gross. Their ears are dull of hearing. But he says they have closed their eyes. Their eyes have been closed. Which means that if they can open their eyes, they'll be able to see in order to be able to perceive. So for them to get into the realm of that dimension of knowledge, they first have to see, open their eyes. Open their eyes to what? These are all questions we'll be answering tonight. Open their eyes to what? Your perception determines your realities. Now, I will end with this verse. I intentionally started here, but I don't intend to start from here. Let's go to the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3, from verse 1 to 7. 2 Timothy chapter 3, from verse 1 to 7. It says, This know also, that in the last days, perilous times shall come. And we are in these perilous times. Please go on. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to, priv- to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. And these are the days we are living in. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. A resemblance, which means that this are he's not speaking to people that are unbelievers. He's speaking to believers. They have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. Which means they are among us. He says, stay away from such. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts. These are unscrupulous beings. He says, ever learning. That's what I'm going to. Ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Ever learning. There are a few facts we can pick from this verse number 7. 
ever learning. The word ever learning here means they are trying, they are studying to gain understanding, but are never capable of gaining understanding. One, two. These are obviously people that are sitting under the ministry of a teacher. Because if they are ever learning, and the Greek word used mateo, which is learning, it means they were being taught. So they are being taught, they are under the ministry of a teacher, yet that teaching ministry is not benefiting them. So they don't have the capacity to come to their knowledge. The word knowledge here is the word epignosis, the complete full grasp of what? Of the truth. What is the truth? We'll come to that in a moment. Three, it also means that they are not able to come to the place of full discernment or acknowledgement of the truth. Praise God. They are not able to come to the full discernment and acknowledgement of the truth. Now, the verse number 8 gives us an insight to what they become. These are the kind of people that, he says, now, as Janice and Jambres, these are two people that withstood Moses in the wilderness. We stood Moses. Moses stood for their teacher. So do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt mind. So the reason why they have become like Janice and Jambres is because they resist the truth. Hallelujah. They resist the truth. They resist the truth. So do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. Men of corrupt mind reprobate concerning the faith. So the problem here is not that there is no knowledge. There is a teacher parting transmitting knowledge to them, but they lack the knowledge. Ever learning, but never coming to the knowledge. Ever learning, but never coming to the knowledge. In other words, what they are learning is not fulfilling, is not materializing in their lives. Praise God. Now, Hosea 4 sisters are something very instructive. So it is not because there is no knowledge, no passing on of teaching. There is teaching, passing on of knowledge, but these people lack it because they don't have the capacity. And it's an attitudinal problem. My people are destroyed for lack of what? Knowledge. Now it talks about lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge. So it's not because the knowledge was not there. They rejected knowledge. So because of that, there is famine of knowledge. There is famine of knowledge. Yet the scripture tells us that in these last days, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord shall cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Which means that we are living in a time unprecedented where there is so much impartation of the truth of the word of God through all forms of mediums, but yet there will still be famine of the truth. Why would there be famine of the truth? Because they will reject knowledge. 
It says, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. Oh. It says, you have rejected knowledge. So, as much as there will be so much knowledge, there will also be famine of the knowledge, or famine of the truth. Why? Because of the presentation of the truth. That's why Jesus said, take heed what you hear, and take heed how you hear. How you hear is dependent on you. What you hear is dependent on who is speaking to you. So who you hear matters, determines how strong your faith will be, and will also determine your realities. Hallelujah. It will determine your realities. Let's look at 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 25. 2 Timothy 2, 25 tells us that there are certain people that oppose themselves. He says, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. What is truth? What is truth? We've been looking at spiritual understanding this month. And we have established that spiritual understanding is the interpretation of God's truth. God's knowledge. God's word. Your ability to interpret it brings you what is called understanding. Your ability to discern and interpret truth is what brings you understanding. My people perish for lack of knowledge. So their attitude rejects the knowledge of the truth. So it's not just knowledge, but knowledge of the truth. Knowledge of the truth. Knowledge, the full epignosis of the truth. What is truth? Truth is based on the light that is shed on what you want to judge. Truth is based on the light that you shed on what you want to judge or interpret. This is what brings you some level of understanding. Hallelujah. So, for example, I'm wearing red, but a certain intensity of light, when reflected on this red thing that I'm wearing, will change the color. Somebody at another angle will see from a different angle and see a different color. Another person will see from another angle and see a different color. Whilst myself wearing it will also be, because I know it is red, I'm seeing a different color. The light that is shared on what you are receiving, the information you receive, is what brings you into truth. So truth can be interpreted based on your level of knowledge, based on the light that is being shared. So, based on the light you are under, it determines what you can interpret as truth. You will understand me in a moment. 
So, for example, somebody at a particular level will interpret something as true, and it is true for him because of the realm in which he is. You can't dispute the fact that what he, at that realm, what he is seeing is red. But in another realm, where the light and the intensity and the coloration that is shed on that same material will produce a different color. And then in that realm, we will call that thing maybe purple or green. And it is also truth. So the person that saw red saw truth, but truth from another angle. The person in another realm saw truth, but saw it as purple. It is called the interpretations of what you receive. So what you receive and its interpretation to you determines the truth you walk in. So somebody saying that the regenerational case may not be wrong. It's just where is he operating from? It's the realm in which he's operating from. And the light with which he is seeing. If he's using a lesser light, he will say it is true. And of course, there are many evidences around him proving that it is true. But somebody with a higher light will say generational curse does not exist. Why? Because he's operating from a higher realm. That is why Jesus said in John 8.32, he says that you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. That's why the knowledge you receive ought not to be half-half. It is called the full epignosis. It is the full epignosis that brings you the truth that you must walk in. Hallelujah. It is the full epignosis. So ever learning, but never coming to the knowledge, to the epignosis of the truth. Ever learning, but never coming. So there are many that are ever learning, but their life is full of struggles. This explains why there are many believers with a lot of struggles. Hallelujah. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth that you know shall set you, shall, sorry, I beg your pardon, shall make you free. Praise the Lord. Shall make you free. So, you see that the entrance, okay, to our, to, 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 to our liberty in Christ is truth. The entrance to our liberty, the beginning point of our liberty in Christ is truth. What you define as truth matters. And ye shall know the truth. You shall know the truth. And the truth that you know is what will make you free. Hallelujah. So, if we go to the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, Nikalalalabadosha, now the scripture says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It says, For by it 
the elders obtained a good report. But my emphasis is the verse number three. It says, through faith, we understand. This word understand here is not the same word as the one we know as understanding. Okay, It means coming to a place of mentally putting together. Coming to a place of mental awareness. We come to that place of understanding with our mind that the worlds, and the word worlds there is the word aeon, were framed by the word of God. And it doesn't use logos here, it uses the word rhema. The proceeding word of God. The word that is based on revelation. So that the things which are seen were not made of the things that do appear. Very instructive scripture. That the things which are what are seen are not made from the things which what which do appear. Awesome. That the things which are seen, the things which are seen were not made from the things which do appear. Now, the word appear comes from that word where light is shed on something. So, the thing shows forth because there is light. That's appearance. Fanero. Light. For Tizo, light is shed on the thing. So, the things which are seen, that is the things that are seen with our physical eyes, were not made of the things which do appear. That means that for the things that ought to show, it is shown or it is it, its reality comes to us under a particular set of light. Hallelujah. So the worlds were framed by the word of God. That means that you also frame your world by the world. The aeons talks about your age. That, that talks about your age, your world. So you are living in a world, but you have your own world. Hallelujah. And you frame your own world by the revelation of the word of God. The Rema word. So that the things that will show forth in your light, in your life, will manifest as a result of the light in which you walk in. Hallelujah. The truth, as told you, is the beginning of our liberty. But it doesn't end there. It is not enough to get excited about the supernatural, the miraculous. To get excited about miracles, signs, and wonders. We see them on day-to-day basis. We see them. We see the hand of God move in our meetings, in our, in, 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 in our midst. And we see God do mighty things. But that is not enough. It's not the realm in which God wants us to live in. God wants us to live in another realm. Go me to First Timothy chapter two, verse four. God wants us to live in the realm of truth, the realm of knowledge. Who will have all men to be saved? It's fantastic that a man is saved, but God does not want the man that is saved to remain saved only, and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. So there is the knowledge of the truth. That's why he goes on in the verse number 5 to give us an insight of how you can walk in this knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, 
The man, Christ Jesus, verse 26 says what? Who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Hallelujah. So the realm of truth you walk in is based on your revelation of the Christ, the finished work of Christ, and what he did by virtue of that light shed on your experiences, on the things around you, you are able to interpret correctly based on that judgment. That is truth. Hallelujah. That is truth. So, unfortunately, we have come to the place where we are just excited about the miraculous and the supernatural, and it just stays there. That's why some cannot even maintain the miracles. They can't maintain the supernatural because the inter- their interpretation of the truth does not allow them to function in that realm and sustain it. So you can lose a miracle if you are not walking in the truth of what brought the miracle. Hallelujah. So you find some that are looking for the giftings, the supernatural giftings, whilst others are looking for the source of the gift. And they operate in that. This was the difference between Moses and the children of Israel. Moses knew the ways of God. The children of Israel knew the acts of God. They operated in the acts. Moses understood the ways. So he could reproduce the miracles at every point in time. It differentiated the class. It showed the realm. It showed their class. They were not in the same class. Yet, Moses said that God wished that all his people were prophets. You would have mistaken to be saying that you want to be like Moses because Moses was in a different class. That is why the scripture gave us that verse we read. Janus and Jambres, when they withstood Moses, something happened to them. They withstood Moses because they could not discern their realm. And I'm coming to that in a moment. So, you see, what makes people never to come to the knowledge of the truth? What makes people never to come to the knowledge of the truth? Perception. What did I say? Perception. Perception. Perception is your reality. The way you see things and the eye with which you see things is what will determine your reality or the reality of your world. Your reality is your world. Perception. How you see things. Praise the Lord. How you see things. The way you see things. And the eye with which you see things is what would determine your world. Is what determines your world. This is what hap- This is why you find out that some people receive the word, will be under the same man of God, experience the same word day in and day out, and their results are different from others. The reason is this, perception. The reason is perception. Now, you find out that some people experience some kind of experiences, some disaster or something happens in their life, 
And by virtue of what has happened, you get to know what has been going on inside them. Whether they actually received the truth or they came to the full knowledge, the epignosis of the truth, or whether they were working in a deception, what is called self-delusion. There are many that are ever learning. The way you get to know whether people are ever learning is when they face disaster. You can meet two people, put them on the same class, let them experience the same problem. And with the same problem, one of them have a greater intensity of that problem and that person will pass through that problem without any scar on his body and will come out alive. The person with the lesser degree of the same problem will go down. This is what Jesus said when he gave that story of the man that heareth the word and doeth it. He says he likens that man to a wise man that buildeth on a rock and the other builds on the sand. He says the same wind, the same storm comes against those two individuals. But one falls on the floor flat, the other stands. Why? He says the reason is because one builds on the rock. The truth. The truth. The truth. All the buildings were built. They were all standing. They all experienced the same intensity. This one, they all experienced the same intensity. In life, sometimes certain people will experience lesser degree. Yet you find out that their outcomes are so different. And you ask why? Ever learning, never coming to the knowledge of the truth. The truth, the full epignosis of the truth is what sets people apart. Is what differentiates the outcomes of one from another. Hallelujah. The perception, your perception is your reality. And your reality is your world. Your perception is your reality. And your reality is your world. You can never exceed beyond or go beyond the realities of your perception. You can never go beyond the or exceed beyond the realities of your perception. Through faith, we understand. We understand or we perceive. That is to exercise the mind. That the worlds, the aeons, were what? Were framed by the rhema of God. By the word of God. The, so you see... There are appointed seasons in the realm of the spirit. There are appointed things. There are appointed spaces. There are appointed allotments for men in the realm of the spirit. And the scripture tells us that these appointed places, times, seasons in, in, in the realm of the spirit are all framed by the word of God. And the reason for the word of God is so that faith will be birthed in your heart. Romans 10, 17 says, Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. So, by virtue of the word of God, finding expression in your heart, faith comes. And that faith is what will interpret your realities. Is what interprets what you see. 
and how you see and what becomes of your world. Hallelujah. So, what is the importance of the God's word? It is to give us what? Faith. And from faith, we begin to interpret the realities of our world. So, the world that you are in is defined by what is real to you. So, if you are in the realm or the world of sickness, it is what is being interpreted to you, what is so real to you. That's why you can meet a man and say, look, by virtue of my experiences, look, you can't convince me otherwise. I have seen it. I have seen cases. I have seen people that have seen it. He is living in a realm and it is defining his realities and is defining his perception because he has seen certain things. He has experienced them. And that's why people say, people ask you, but why is it that if it is not true, why is it that this and this happened to this and happened to that and happened to that and happened to that and it looks like a pattern? It is their world. Their world is being framed by the light of the word they are living under. Hallelujah. So reality varies based on individual perception. Your realities, what is real to you, is not what is real to somebody else. Hallelujah. Somebody else will see famine and it is not famine to him. Another one sees famine, he sees abundance. And but from that same place that somebody sees famine, another man will plant crops and will bring forth fruits. This is why you will sit in the same class with others. And 10 years down the line, you look at them and you wonder what happened to this guy. And he was the best in the class. He was the most intelligent. He carried the best. He, he looked like the most promising. But the vicissitudes of life dealt with him. That you look at the man and you wonder what happened to him. What happened to him is that the realities of his world has changed. Because he cannot interpret what you can interpret. You are not even in, in his equal in class. But it does not matter what a man in the world and what their class is. When a man is in the spirit, you can't compare yourself with an, with an ungodly man. No. Our, our realities are different. It's like day and night. That's why the scripture calls us children of light and they are children of darkness. Are you hearing me? Now, what will kill a man that has plenty? What will make a man that has plenty will go and commit suicide? And a believer will go through the same and will see the hand of God go through it is because of how we see. Perceptions are based on our individual realities. What you see is based on what is real to you. Hallelujah. This is why placing premium on the word of God that comes to you is very important. Your interpretation of the truth based on what the scriptures have said is very important. Hallelujah. This is very, very important. This is very, very important. And so, it is important we understand that there is so much to gain in God. But how much we draw is up to us. It's not up to God. Proverbs 20, the verse number 5. Let's look at that scripture. The scripture says, Cancel in the heart of a man is like deep water. Cancel in the heart of man is like deep water. But a man of understanding 
will draw it out. So you draw out based on your understanding. When you, you may have cancer, but if you don't have understanding, you will not be able to draw out. And how much you draw out is based on you. How much you are able to carry is not out to God anymore. It's out to us. How much of the fishes go ye and make fishes of men? How much we are able to catch is not based on God anymore. It's based on our perception. Can you see the multitude? Can you see the increase? Can you see the multiplication? The multiplications of a man, the increase in a man's life, the graces that a man will walk in is not based on God anymore. It is based on our perception. The light we walk in. So we have the same spirit. We have the same anointings. But you see, operating in our lives. But you'll find out that we are separated from one another based on our perception. The advancement of our one does not limit your advancement in the kingdom. Your advancement in life is based on how much you can draw. How much you can draw. Cancel in your heart. How much you can draw. What is the capacity of your heart? What is inside your heart? Can you take the world? Yes. But how much can you draw? How much can you draw? How much can you draw? However, the thing that defines our space in life, our elevation in life, okay, our multiplications, our increase in life, is based on one very critical thing I want to say right now. How we hear the voice of God. How we hear the voice of God. It differentiates between the people of one realm and another realm. And I'll be ending here. What you hear, how you hear. Take heed what you hear. Take heed how you hear. Hallelujah. It doesn't only stop at hearing. All men hear. Even the devil hears. Every man will hear. And God speaks to all men. But how you hear. Because it is based on what and how you hear. That will determine your interpretation of the voice you hear. Hallelujah. That's very important. So how we hear God and our response to his voice. Is what determines the difference in what obtains in our lives. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So whether we hear God or not, God will always speak. But what are you hearing? Our interpretation of his voice, this is what ultimately results in our understanding. This is what separated Moses from the Israelites. This is what also separated Moses from his siblings. They came and confessed. They said, look, don't we hear God? Hasn't God told us that we should not marry Cushites and from the heathen? And God got angry. God came to them and says, look, when I speak to men, I speak to them in riddles. I speak to them in parables. But Moses, my servant, you are not afraid to speak concerning this man. I speak to him like as a man will speak face to face. Hallelujah. Numbers 12 verse 8. He says, I speak to him as I will speak face to face. You are not afraid. The reason is this. They went beyond their measure. There is a realm in which you can judge. 
you judge based on the interpretation of light you operate in. Moses and them were not in the same class. They did not get it. When God called Moses, he says, I will make unto you your brother as what? As your mouthpiece. He will be the one speaking what you say. You will be to him as God. In other words, you will be the one that will speak. He will interpret what you say. But they thought they were in the same class. No. Moses hears from God. They will interpret what they hear. They heard, but they will hear from another realm. So he speaks to men and other men in parables, dreams, visions. But he says Moses is as if as a man will speak to his friend. So the hearing of Moses determined his class and his realm of judgment and the light he walked in. So Moses knew the ways of God. The children of God knew his acts. They knew his acts. In what realm are you communicating with God? That determines what you judge. In what realm are you communicating with God? It determines what you can judge. Hallelujah. Because what you can judge in the third dimension, which is based on 3D, based on sight, based on eyes, based on what you can touch, is different from what you can judge from the fourth dimension, the realm of faith. Because in the realm of faith, what is seen is from the unseen. Whilst in the realm, the 3D realm, what you see is based on touch feelings. So Jesus told Thomas, he says, do not be unbelieving. Do not be like them. Do Because you have seen, you have believed. So there is a seeing to believe. But there is an, on a realm of unseen. Says, Blessed is he who has not seen. So there is also another realm where you don't see, yet you believe. There are realms. There are all realms. So the man that sees to believe is receiving communication from another realm. The man that does not see but walks in the realm as if he has seen is also receiving communication from another realm. Then there is a sixth dimension. Then there is a seventh dimension. There are dimensions in God. That's why First Corinthians 2 says what? There are, there are depths in God. But he has given us the spirit of God to give us the interpretations. So it takes the spirit of God to bring interpretation. It takes the spirit of God. It takes the spirit of God. So you can't make judgments in a realm that you have not qualified to enter. Yes. You cannot interpret in a realm that you have not qualified yourself to enter. There are realms of qualification that qualifies men to enter into them. And by virtue of that, they are able to interpret certain things and walk out without problem. Once you will enter it and the thing will kill you. Why? Because of the level of light you operate in. What is your perception? What are you seeing? What are you seeing? Hallelujah. So our ability to judge certain realms are subject to our ability to hear God. Yeah. Our ability to hear God. God spoke to Abimelech and said, if you touch this man Abraham's wife, I kill you tonight. He says, go to him. He is a prophet. And he will pray for you and you and all your household. Now, Moses, I beg your pardon, Abraham was a man that was a hidden. He came from a hidden background, yet he could hear the voice of God. 
He says, God told him, go out of your father's house. Go to a place that I will show you. And he moved. And you were hidden. And Johnny Depp, you want to take his wife. Eh? <laughs> you want to take his wife. You know the fear. Like somebody will say. There are realms and there are realms. He is called the father of faith. The Bible says God judged him faithful. God called him righteous because of the realm in which he walked in. That's why when the scripture talks about about him in Isaiah 51, he says, I called your father Abraham alone. And I called your mother Sarah alone. How did he call them? By virtue of what they heard. How they heard. A man followed him. His name was called Lot. Lot was just a brother that followed. Lot did not hear. But Lot received the benefit of the hearing of Abraham. The day he moved away, what he was associated with, no more was no more there. He had the residue and he took it into Sodom. And by virtue of that, he almost died. It has to take the man of another realm with a different light. God visited him in the cool of the day and had conversation with him. Was Lord concerning Lord's destiny. Concerning Lord's destiny. Lord was somewhere, but God was having a conversation with the man concerning his destiny. You think that they can be the same? No. There are realms of interpretation. And the realms of interpretation determines the light you walk in. What is your perception? Your perception determines your reality. And your reality is your world. And your world is framed by the word of the Lord. In other words, your perception is framed by the Rema word, by the light of the word that comes to you. That is why he says that hearing, they will hear. They will not understand. The reason is until the word enters for understanding, you can never come to the place of perception, the place of idol, the place of full epignosis, the place of knowing, seeing to know, seeing to know a realm of knowledge that brings about the wisdom of God, that you begin to operate in, in dimensions. You say things and they happen. You think it and they happen. It's a realm. It's a realm. It's a realm. People are saying it's a realm. You speak and they happen. It's a realm. Luso prakatalaba. I say it's a realm. And God is calling you hither. When he called John the revelator, he says, come up hither. That I may show you there is a realm where we must come up. There is a realm. I don't know where you are. But it is time for you to go up in God. It's time for you to move up. It's time for you to move up. Neko rasala klatala, malak latata, zalaklatalai, zalai klada, loklatataiga, zuloba rasala baba, lakwa parasatalagia. It says, "Come up, Hita. Come up, Hita." When they came up, they heard voices. They, in that realm, he heard voices. In that realm, he was ushered into another dimension. He saw things to come. You want to get into the realm where you will see things to come? It is time to come up here. Come to that place of full comprehension. 
full understanding lakua sakala full understanding full comprehension malakolo shalakai zelefalala kosha lakalande lakai zalafala kosha mekalada kalada come on speak in the holy ghost if you can speak in the holy ghost there is a realm that god is calling us to a realm of light i say a realm of light a realm of light where you begin to see when you see in that realm your realities change because the light with which you walk in will be a different light mara da da dahaya zolo dala kalaga zalaklanda laga zelelaikala zalaikalada zolo badahai kalada ele kalada daika come on lift up your voice and begin to pray the lord let your light be shed strong in my spirit i will finish the message on sunday marusha lakatai melonda la malia kalaza elolo shelea malasa lalaikola Malaika la, malaika la, malaika la, malaika la, rasoklatata, lega la malaika, lasalabai, proshalenglatata. Oh, pray that your spirit man will be open, that your heart will be open. Leketalala, zelelakala. He says these people, their eyes have closed. Their eyes have closed. They have closed their eyes. I'm praying for you today that your eyes will be open. That your eyes will be open. It's not your physical eyes. That the eyes of your understanding is called the eyes of your understanding. It's a realm. It's another realm. Lokobarasaka, zalande klatata, zolobaratalakaya, zelemanande. Kata zola balakuatai zeleklatatai maloshalai maloshalai maloshalai. There are depths in God. There are heights in God. There are depths in God that God wants us to go deeper. There are heights in God that God wants us to climb up higher. There are depths and heights. Lira salai galada by the light of God. By the light of God, you can function in a different realm. You can change your world. You can change your aeon. Men walk in different worlds. Men are in this world, but they walk in the world of wealth. Men are in this world, but they walk in the world, in the world of, 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 of abundance, the world of increase, the world of increase. They are in this world, but they do not see any impossibility. It's a realm. It's a light. It's a realm. It's a light that must shine forth, that must shine forth on the things around you and change your perception. Marusha lakata, melo salada, zalalalakata, malo shalaba. Counsel in the heart of a man is like deep water, but the man of understanding will pull it out. The man of understanding will draw it out. I don't know your understanding, but if you gain understanding in the word of God, you can draw out health, you can draw out prosperity, you can draw out miracles, you can draw out signs and wonders, you can draw the supernatural. Zalaigoza, 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 Marasola Kalatola, Zalana, Lalaigalada, Malo Shalai, Malo Shalai, Malo Shalai. 
God is calling you deeper. He wants your light to go brighter, to shine brighter. The light that is shed from your spirit, the light that is shed from your heart. Moroshala, Moroshala, Moroshala. Oh, Rabasakatalakaga, Mangola Lalahai, Mandola Lalahai, Mangola Lalahai, Malokalatai, Molonda Lalahai, Maloklatai, Malaka Lalaha. Pray tonight that your hearing will be perfected, your hearing will be perfected, your eyes will be perfected, your sight will be open. The sight will be open. That local shata. Zula la 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 hai. Rosa la 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 hai. Proko la laiga. Zalaliada. Zula laikata. Malusa la la. Malusha la la. Pray that the eyes of your understanding will be open. The eyes of your understanding will be open. Pray that your heart, your heart will receive light. It will receive light. Will receive light. The greater light. Not a lesser light. Greater light. Greater light. Greater light. Light that you will shed on things around you to change what you see. To change your world. To change your realities. To change everything around you. Marusha la la la. Malakla tatola lai. Malandelelai. Malakla tola. Illalai kata. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Lord. Oh la 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 kila la sulala makala mola salai kilanda la zula kila salalai ko falalani kila sala. She is the spirit of God. She is the spirit of God. Have I not called you into the deep? My spirit call it to your spirit. My spirit call it to your spirit. My spirit call it to your spirit for a deep fellowship. A deep fellowship. A deep fellowship in the word, a deep fellowship in the word, a deep fellowship for light, a deep fellowship for illumination. This is what will change your world. This is what will bring you into a different perception. This is what will change what you see. For what you see is not what it is. What you see is not what it is. See as the spirit of God. What you see is not what it is. The reason for seeing the impossible is because you are seeing wrong. But see as the spirit of God. There is another set of eyes that you can see with. If you see with my eyes, you will see. There is no limitation. There is no impossibility for you. For see as the spirit of God. That my word has gone forth, and my word that goes forth does not return unto me void, but goes to accomplish that which I send it forth for. And I, when I send my word, it goes to accomplish. When I send my word, it goes to shed light. When I send my word, it goes to create paths. When I send my word, it goes to remove limitations. When I send my word, my word is a light that lights your path. My word is a light that shines in your path, that shines in your aeon, that brings about a different reality to you. My word, my word, says the Lord, my word, not the logos, for the letter killeth, 
by the spirit of my word. The rhema. The spirit of my word. The rhema. The spirit of my word. The rhema. The rhema is what brings about a change in your aeon. See the spirit of God. The miraculous is birth in the place of the rima. The miraculous is birth when my word proceeds. When my word goes forth, I perform. When my word goes forth, I fulfill. When my word goes forth, I move. But see the spirit of God. I move based on your light. I move based on the light you bear. There's the spirit of God. Let the intensity of your light increase. And you will see differently. And your results will be different. Here's the spirit of God. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your voice and let's just appreciate him. Let's thank him. Let's thank the Lord. Mazola Galai, Melolo, Selai Galada, Zalavalaco, Shelelenga, Zaleco, Paratalai, Veleca, Lacuantala, Monglo Sale, Laikata, Melolo, Solovala Lakiala, Melongla Salegla, Oh, Lalaikolo, Selelecata. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Heavenly If you're not sure that you are born again, but you want Jesus to be resident as the Holy Spirit, he says, soon you will not see me. That's his death. But he says, soon you will see me because I go to the Father. The only way we can see him is through the Holy Spirit. If for any reason you want to receive Jesus into your heart, I want to pray for you quickly now, wherever you are, just pray this prayer with me. Declare with me, Father, let the Spirit of God come into me let me not be the same i ask oh god that make me a new creation through the work of regeneration through the death the burial and the resurrection of jesus christ father i receive into my spirit a new spirit i am a new creation from today i refuse to be the son and the daughter of the devil I receive from today the spirit of sonship therefore I take dominion thank you for the gift of salvation thank you for the gift of salvation father I ask that the Holy Spirit will come into me strong in the name of Jesus. Now pray this prayer. Declare me in the name of Jesus. If you don't speak in tongues. Declare me in the name of Jesus. By the evidence of speaking in tongues. I receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost. And with the outward manifestation. To begin to speak in tongues. Now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit. I receive the gift of speaking in the Holy Ghost. Now. Couldn't find one to compare To your grace, your love, your mercy